Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now.
101.5 UMFM. This is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Alvesen kicking things off for us tonight. Vancouver singer Makila Slinger with You Are the City from her album Panorama, uh, which features some really interesting uh, phone calls from her family and uh, some great pop. And uh, boy, that track really caught my attention when I listened to the record for the first time. I have got a guest coming up after our next track. Adam Feynman has been on the show in the past. He performs under the name Betox, and he is set to release his forthcoming LP, Betox Experiment, something that he'd been working on ages ago uh, and finally seeing the light of day, releasing the single for it to today. Uh, so we're going to get to that after another new single. Sebastian Gaskin uh, collaborating with Haves on a cover of a Daniel Caesar and her track called Best Part out today on Birthday Cake. Here it is for you now here on 101.5 UMFM. Love me, won't you say something? 
All right. Well, Adam Feynman performs under the name Betox. He is uh, back in town, has a new album about to drop and a new single coming out today. And uh, he joins me to talk about the single and the record. How's it going, man? It's going well. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. This is true. Um, I mean, I, I know some of what you've been up to. Uh, but, and obviously one of those things is, is working on this record. But uh, it kind of got backburnered for a while because you went away. Yes, I uh, ended up moving to Toronto. Um, somehow miraculously as a beatboxer, got a master's degree in music uh, technology at uh, U of T there and um, ended up making a record while I was in Toronto uh, that sort of focused more about my beatboxing and sort of working with my mom in folk music and jazz musicians and, and different sort of elements. And sort of during that time, I slowly piecing away at this jazz record, uh, sort of jazz fusion record that I worked on back in Winnipeg before I moved. And uh, now that I'm back in, I ended up moving back to Winnipeg because of this whole pandemic, and that sort of gave me the time to look at sort of what I'd been working on and, and was able to focus my attention on finishing this record. And now it's all done. Be wild. So the, the vision you might have initially had for this record, you know, when you first, first started kind of collaborating with the jazz students and, and kind of like trying to mesh a, a few different styles, mm-hmm. do you feel like that, like that through line was there and and is what's on this record or did it shift at all as a result of like your studies in Toronto or like what what do you feel like the journey of this record was I guess yeah I guess a big element was how the heck we're gonna fuse beatboxing with my sort of way of approaching lyricism and um yeah and and how to work with a band and how to combine um yeah, how to just really kind of combine all these moving elements. And I didn't really know what to expect, but uh, now a few years later, now that the dust has settled, I feel like we did a pretty good job kind of like combining them all together. And um, But I would say that there was a very strong influence um, with the musicians that I worked with. And uh, the outcome is just what it is. It's, a, it's called Betox Experiment because of that. It's, it is an experiment of all of us coming together and we're like, look, like we didn't really know what was going to come of it but i think what came of it is kind of neat and a a cool sort of mix of all our sort of musical input did you have kind of like buy-in from everyone at the beginning of the experiment this is like that everyone was kind of on board for the same type of experiment or like was there any issue with like kind of dragging people along or convincing people to do this (laughs) um it was no everyone was pretty into it it was sort of uh, I guess because they'd all played together in school and in various projects. Um, I sort of, I guess the first person was Jesse, the guitar player, Jesse Popesky, sort of presented the idea of his sort of funk band accompanying me. And then I was like, well, I think we need a vocalist. He's like, oh, well, I play with Joanna. And Joanna's like, oh, yeah, this 
this is great. I'd love to work with this. And, um, and so it was sort of like, it really ended up just being <laughs> that like graduating class was all who ended up playing on the record. Um, so um, I think it was pretty seamless. And I've always tried to keep a pretty open mind about songwriting and saying, hey, if I'm going to work with you, like, what do you bring to the table? I'm not, you know, I'm not going to write up charts and say, hey, play this. I want to hear what their input is. So this was like that first record of us doing that and being like, hey, what do you want to bring to the table? This is maybe the theme, but hey, what do you get? A, what do you what do you hear? And I'm kind of going with that. Right. Because obviously, I mean, one of the like kind of key tenets of, of jazz is kind of the like participation of all the all the all the people right like the, that like i mean there there are band leaders but a lot of times a, a band is some 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 sort of democracy or you know collective approach to things i i have to imagine that was part of the spirit of, of this record was like yeah you might have been like kind of the person with the idea but ultimately like the execution relies on everyone exactly yeah it was uh it was fun, and I I, actually, I would sort of check in with them every now and then, say, hey, like, are you happy with how this is flowing and how I'm sort of holding down, sort of like running things? Because there had to be a, there always has to be a leader, and um, just want to make sure that everyone's voice is being heard. And yeah, they'd always say, hey, you're you're doing great. I'm feeling respected and um, happy to contribute and work on this. Um, and so. It was a fun collaborative writing experience with this. Um, I think my other sound outside of this record is, is a lot more different, um, but that makes sense because I essentially, you know, they, they had a bigger role in the music and the, the song than, than I did, I guess. Or, I mean, relative to my newer projects where it's like just me. If that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, when it's, when it's just yourself, like you're the only one you have to answer to. <laughs> right uh and in terms of like achieving a vision it's it's like entirely on your shoulders uh, i'm curious though working with other people did that like hone things for you when it comes to working by yourself like did you find some skill or like experience from a collaborative thing helped you as a solo artist mm. good question um yeah i, I think in a a few sort of, I think, big takeaways with working with such high level artists and like musicians was first and foremost, like just respecting musicians and uh, and really learning to listen. Because I think before it was always just like find a cool beat, rap some lyrics, do a bit of beatboxing, call it a day. But now I'm like, oh, wow, that bass line is great. Wow, there's a lot of uh, beautiful chords being played. Oh, there's a lot of tension and release. And okay what what's a bridge okay that's a bridge oh we should have chorus like the whole song structure and songwriting i haven't really done before um in a sort of formal sense um because i have no music sort of theory background so working with them they were like hey we have to have like a chorus here or hey well, let's go into a bridge and i was like oh right okay cool <laughs> so they they sort of taught me a lot about that and um and now since all my newer stuff and and personal records like stuff I'm doing a bit more solo I'm trying to carry that into into that and paying more attention to the musicianship and the dynamics of of a record right that makes that makes a lot of sense so uh the first single you released number two mm -hmm. 
obviously is number two on the record. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> like, is this one of those like, you know, you didn't have a name for the song, but you knew you were going to put it second, <laughs> or like, how did, or like, you know, like, because I'm always curious about, you know, put, especially because this is going to come out on vinyl, so there is a lot of thought to like where a song ends up because only like a certain amount can fit on one side and on the other side, and. So you have to have some intentionality to that, but it also seems kind of like weirdly like fly by the seat of your pants, which I guess works with kind of like your improvisatory beatboxing, but like yeah. number two to tell me about this song. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, basically I, it wasn't intended to being the second tune. It just sort of, uh, it always ended up being the second song because of the name and in when we performed live all the time. And then, when we decided to make up the vinyl, it just made more sense to, it just made sense to keep it that way. But the actual, like, when I wrote the song lyrically, it was always, it was actually more about um, that sort of struggle between balancing the music and career life and sort of romantic partners and also just regular relationships. And always that conflict with like, what's gonna place, what's gonna be secondary and what's gonna be the first and so um, it was sort of that willingness to, or like knowing when to make something secondary um, and being that number two. Um, and so that's sort of what it's about. It's, is music gonna be the second thing? Is the relationships gonna be the second thing? What, maybe what is your second thing? What is that other passion, that other hobby, that other thing that maybe is outside your nine to five that you want to do and want to do more? So it's, there's sort of a lot of, different ways that you can kind of look at it um but it's just about exploring the different things that we're interested in um beyond maybe just like a regular boring job or whatever it may be um and and knowing how to prioritize that and uh that's what like the big kind of theme within music in within this song and then i just thought let's just call it number two because it's all about the number two thing and then um yeah, that's that it made sense to put it second song on the vinyl. <laughs> and I suppose it could be argued this project is kind of your number two based on like, you know, the fact that you like your solo work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that's that is I hadn't really looked at it that way. Yeah, it's like kind of this secondary thing that sort of that has happened. Um, um, or yeah, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. So I mean, now I'm working on a lot of records, so, mm. <laughs> but yeah, I guess this was sort of like the second, uh, the second big, the second thing that I did that um, kind of really launched me into such extreme collaboration with so many different musicians. This right. was sort of like that big stepping stone from Winnipeg. So the the rollout in terms of like you know picking tracks and and how you're going to go about that, as I understand it, you're you're working with Elise Roller now, and yeah what's the like what kind of input in terms of like rollout strategy and like you know plans for this record i guess yeah that's like a very recent thing i'm just now starting with misfit management um which is lisa's uh, company and uh, yeah i just realized i needed some guidance and help with with that side of things so i'm not a marketing person and, and this that business side of the industry is still a bit new to me but um it looks like the plan will be to sort of do these staggered uh, like two song releases. So we'll start with number two and then we'll do 
two more songs in about six weeks after that and proceed to do that for the entire album. And um, I actually will truncate the ending so that it will end up all being released around October. Um, so this is also like digital release, right? Right. And then the actual vinyl, like physical hard copy of the record is, is completed and is able to be um, ordered and purchased right now and, and will be able to continue being uh, offered for the sort of the, the whole time while it's being released digitally. And yeah, we're just going to see how that goes just because I hadn't really focused my attention on the digital Spotify side of things. It was always live concerts. Um, I was able to tour in Europe with another group and everything was always sort of like in the moment live. And now I'm trying to sort of explore more the digital side of things and the streaming and and crack that sort of world <laughs> are they like kind of two separate paths like in terms of like you know you've got the, the physical copy thing and then the like digital strategy is its own kind of divergent thing or like is there some harmony between the two i guess the harm uh, yeah i mean you're kind of trying to funnel and and yeah they kind of work in harmony you got the digital side which is to help promote and get as many ears and eyes on the music because not everyone has a vinyl right like not everyone has a record player not everyone buys physical um music and i get that and and so it's another way to access people who are who are just consuming music differently and i get that so it's it's just another way to approach listeners and and i make a lot of visual art and music videos and behind the scenes stuff so i i sort of use facebook instagram uh, even a little bit of uh like TikTok and Twitch and stuff to sort of let viewers see into the making of the record um, or purchase merch that maybe a lot of people also support the artists in other ways that's not even buying their music it's buying their shirts or buying their posters or coming to shows so they do go for sure harmoniously um, right you mentioned yeah, doing art yeah. did you do the cover art no <laughs> that was I wish oh my goodness I wish I was that you know, I'm, I'm a good drawer, but I'm not an illustrator, but a friend of mine uh, named Clint, uh, he does like Clint illustrations and he's actually, it's kind of cool. I found out that Winnipeg has ties to like Marvel and DC, like comic book world. Hmm. Um, and he used to do inking for Marvel and, or, or DC, I forget which one, but one of the two. And so he, there's like studios in the city that used to provide inking and doing work on the actual comic books and he used to do that and i saw i met him in actually at red river we did we took a class together and one of the assignments was to do like artwork for an artist and he had heard about my music and was like yo i want to do your music so who are you working with right now and i was like oh i just happened to like make a record with these musicians and he was like hey and like a few weeks later showed me this poster and i was like oh my gosh this is this is incredible now i have to finish this album and uh and make this a physical because the artwork was so strong and such a yeah just such a cool thing to have yeah and it's got a kind of a comic book feel now that you mention it <laughs> yeah yeah it really he kind of stacked us as like this like detox like beatboxing superhero you know call on the musicians and you know we'll you know we'll bring the good time basically <laughs> the the jazz hip-hop avengers 
<laughs> exactly. Who knows? I was like, oh, one day it'd be cool to bring it to life in, uh, in like an animated character kind of sense. Um, yeah, super beatboxing. <laughs> um we're gonna play number two obviously give us a little bit of a heads up about the track um but before we go in terms of like the best place to keep tabs on the rollout of the of the next few tracks and things uh instagram facebook spotify what's what's kind of the the preferred method of choice yeah i guess for the audio side spotify is big push digitally um mm -hmm. if you want to get the record um beatox.ca so b-e-a-t-o-x.ca is kind of right now i'm I'm going to look into getting it into actual like stores and things, but for now, that's the best place. And then, yes, Instagram and Facebook. I play Instagram is the best for finding out stuff like cutting edge that I'm releasing that moment. Um, that's the quickest, quickest way to get a hold stuff. of me. And yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right on. Uh, well, the album's Betox Experiment. Uh, Adam, thanks very much for taking some time to talk about it. And uh, this is number two here on 101.5 UMFM. Open up, they move stars. Listen to jazz and moostra. Make you laugh with that moonwalk. We had a glass, maybe too tall, but it wasn't in order to talk. See the mood rocked and the eyes locked, and they looked at mine. That's when time stopped, and I thought for a minute. Say something witty. <laughs> She's too pretty. See, this mind is off. Cause you're the tune I've been running to. I knew you'd be coming through. If you were me, you'd be jumping too. Count of three, I'm your number two.
with your message. I'm used by your essence. Now I have a new impression. You see my buttons? I didn't think that you would press them. But could this be some antidepressant? Cause I can feel when you're present. You taught me what I need to know and then I learned the lesson. Like detective creeping undetected. Infected in my sleep, best believe wasn't expected. Things are hectic, I tried to connect it. I was weak when we connected. Then in a week I reconnected. I was feeling neglected. Let's redirect the words to make sure that I don't seem affected. But she reflected and helped me perfect it. Now I'm beating every record when I be on any record. You're the tune I've been running to. I knew that you'd be coming through. If you were me, you'd be jumping to. Count of three, I'm your number two. You're the tune I've been running to. I knew that you'd be coming through. If you were me, you'd be jumping to. Count of three, I'm your number two. You're the tune I've been running to. Having cloud if you ain't knocking down a ceiling. Some days I think I'm over it, sick and tattered. But then I see the mental reps and I know I gotta get about my own ambitions and teach this lonely mission that life is so much more than just standing by and fitting. It's okay to be upset sometimes. Okay to f the world around. Okay to cut them off sometimes. Okay to play the role life. Okay to mess it up sometimes. Okay to let it go and got Okay to break it down sometimes. Okay to fucking lose your mind. Okay to be upset sometimes. Okay to
afraid to stand out the most if and get criticized. Whoa. Don't wanna die coward in this game. All the hours are up, I'm feeling proud through the pain. Never speak out and be forgotten. All the same, never sleep. My mind stays ready, my body moves fast, my hands stay steady like a surgeon. Feeling in my bones, your change is emerging. I'd rather be flawed than be watching and perfect. Go. Yeah. Ask the question if I'm doing enough. Ancestors must be mad that we're making some progress. Since we repeat the nonsense, it keeps calling a bluff. But trust, we'll get farther. When we get it right, we'll be larger. In another life, we won't be bothered. In another life, I'll see my father. Damn. We're back here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. Right before the break, a new single from Malcolm J. I was Another Life, and before that, number two from Betox Experiment. That single out today, and the album a little bit uh, further down the road as they release some more singles. And my thanks to Adam for joining me, and my thanks to Malcolm for sending over that new track. Uh, his former partner in the happy unfortunate uh, envoy i know has got some stuff cooking up and hoping to get some of those tracks from him in the next little while uh we're gonna switch things up a little go from some hip-hop into some rock here and uh to, to help us on that transition new solo's track called i feel the transition then we got uh, royal canoe with their latest single uh, featuring artist namdi and uh, i got a cover of Bjork's Army of Me from Julia Jacqueline that just dropped in my inbox this week. Then we're going to move into some uh, funk and soul and some other fun stuff before we hand things over to After 8 Radio. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM.
bit of veal slipping outside of your mouth You can feel it on your fingertips creeping through the cloud Rain pouring down, same sort of sound Got the struggle piling up Watch your Tetris, all your flesh is on this metro card Up close split, yo, classic chicken egg joke Brain cracking, bad habit, you actually think that it may go well Find a rhythm to ride a high like a plane flown Built from nothing, a lie to say that you ain't grown Ride Rodney Mullen, mulling over prior payroll Five love and something burning up like prior's halo Want it so bad, it so bad Chasing it Gotta reiterate, 
Let's dance on it, dance on it like the patient we sway. Move around, tread on water like a touch on the way. Yeah.
me gear Anything in me, girl, I never figure out Never would have broke ya This is gear low, make you love me now Inside like that, say your vibe that I don't like that, when you send it right back Kiss your point and I can make you see the thing real i time is better when with you Mid to late afternoon. 